Hi guys, welcome to Self Care Sundays. This is Hannah, and I'm joined by the beautiful Naz and the beautiful Jay. Hi. <laughs> welcome back to the podcast, Jay. Well, welcome back to podcasting, everybody else. We've been waiting. Yeah, yeah. I know. We've had a yeah. slumber. You guys <laughs> took ethnic uh, ethnic time really seriously, huh? You were like, yeah, we'll be back next week. And like five months later, but okay. Yeah, we actually did say we'll be back next week, didn't we? (laughs) (laughs) Never returned. Well, I'm happy that you guys are back. I'm actually really happy. I don't even know what we've been doing for the last couple of months. Like, I wish I I had anything like something interesting to update people on. Well, you know, life's been great, hasn't it? I mean, we, we, we just got through winter. That was fun. Oh, don't say that. I love winter. I don't want it to go anywhere. <laughs> We've got a new king. That's I know. pretty cool. Yeah. Thank God. I mean, I'm not thank God she's dead. But, like, honestly, I, like, literally exhaled when I, like, heard her, like, the news of her death because I was like, I don't think she's ever going to die. She was, like, defying the laws of the universe, right? And I'm like, oh, finally, like, she can die. <laughs> Yeah, people are saying she's drinking like children's blood to, you know, stay alive forever. Wow, is that what it is? Kids' blood? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would have thought it was like antioxidants or something, but kids' blood. I mean, kids are gross. <laughs> I don't Maybe know if you've ever watched a kid in their natural environment. They're just eating and doing anything. They they are immune to death, I guess, because they're just out here licking anything, chewing anything, everything goes in their mouth and they're just fine. So I guess, yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> makes sense, right? I was asking my brother, I was like, can you make a deal with the devil and to like to live longer? And he's like, no. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, did you ask that sincerely? Uh, yeah, because I wanted to know why she was just alive for so long. <laughs> no, no, people, people think that they can do this. The satanic wor- worshippers, so they make a sacrifice and they get all kinds no, of No, that's not like satanic yeah, worshippers. That's Islamically. devil worshippers, different things. Yeah, but I was Wait, asking Devil worshippers and satanic worshippers are different things? Isn't yes. the devil Satan? Yes, but it's different. Satanic people who are from the Church of Satan, they believe in the devil as a figure, not a real entity, as a figure of rebellion and like humanity rather than an actual god and then you have people who actually worship the actual devil completely different yeah it's a whole thing google is crazy (laughs) sometimes you get an idea in your head and you find yourself in some very interesting places answering questions that you you shouldn't oh god i watched that tv show devil in ohio and i didn't sleep for like three days man and that was about a satanic worshipping cult. Yeah, Netflix. no, I don't do I don't do horror. I just I just feel like I should only put happy things in my mind because it's the world's already too much. So it's just like reality TV and like rom coms for me. Comedies, oh rom coms, and like the real housewives of OC because oh thriller huh? and documentaries about dying and killing and And that's how that's how someone gives themselves anxiety. Like just don't do that. Don't do that. I genuinely enjoy it. I, <laughs> I, I genuinely have a great time. I'm like, oh, this is great. <laughs> I would lock my windows and my doors and sleep with something close to me. That's what I watched all the time. I can't do it. It puts me on edge. When I was like younger, let's say, you know, 
a few months ago when I was younger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching, like, getting addicted to the CI channel before there was, like, podcasts and Netflix and stuff. One day I was home alone and I was watching this show about this guy stalking his prey, so to speak. And he was, like, watching her through the window and she was just doing normal human being stuff. And I was like, oh, my God. Prey? me. Someone could be stalking me. And then I was like, there's a real, this is a real life horror story. It's not like some monsters in the tree. These are people. They do this stuff. And it really effed with me. I was like, people hunt people. For fun. Meanwhile, I have all my blinds up and leave my door. Yeah. Hell no. I won't do it. Nope. I won't do it. Everything's locked, closed, double locked. Yeah, yeah, don't get me wrong. I enjoy it, but like I'm clearly, I'm walking up to like the camera, like the CCTV footage, and I'm <laughs> looking at it in the middle of the night every time I hear a noise. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. You're giving yourself anxiety. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm so good at this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Nothing feels better than being right. Hey, well, so today's episode, we thought we'd keep it light, fun, you know, nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing too serious. You know? We want to go to We've sleep, gone to I devil guess. to serial killers, but nothing too serious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was the aim anyway. So Wow, we got it anyway. <laughs> so we've been scouring the internet looking for shocking stories, embarrassing <laughs> confessions on Reddit, TikTok, Instagram. So me and Hannah are going to tell you, Jay, these stories and we want to we wanna hear your reaction. Okay, so, I've been excited for this, actually. Now I don't know how to react. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> All right. I haven't, I haven't heard Hannah's stories, and Hannah hasn't heard my stories either, so we're yeah. all going to, yeah, be on, in on the ride together. <laughs> Go, Hannah, okay. Hannah. Yeah, I'll start off. So just disclaimer for our audience, Jay, you kind of have no choice, but this is like a really graphic story, so and it's really disturbing. <laughs> Light oh. and fun. Yeah, nice and light. Sorry, I didn't keep it light. So if you um, yeah, turn it off if you don't want to hear some dark shit. <laughs> All right, Teaming me... guns blazing. Okay. <laughs> let me start. Okay. I agreed to date a millionaire in Dubai. Wow. Hello, I'm a 24-year-old female and honestly, God and nature gave me a beauty and a dream body. Wow, um, me too. <laughs> I was once a maid of honor to a young dolphin that was being politically projected in my country, whose name I will not reveal, otherwise it would be recognized very quickly. Sensibly, two weeks ago, I went to Dubai for the first time with a friend who usually goes there. She told me there you could get golden balls, have a lot of money. She offered me the ticket and accommodation and said we are only going for five days to enjoy the charms of Dubai. Arriving at the site, I was completely in awe and fascinated with this country and this world. Everything shines and whispers pride. I told myself, oh, really? I was born on the wrong side. Dubai made me dream. On the third day, I was approached by a strange man. A man, when you look at him, you know he's full of money. He told me he liked me and wanted to spend a night with me in a quiet place. He proceeded and told me in exchange for a day, shopping at the stores of my choice, and a large amount of money donation, $50,000, I was hmm. less speechless, yeah, at, and how surprised I was at his proposal. He didn't give I it, did he? My, He's great, oh, no, yeah. 
Wait, what was the proposal? $50,000 for one night. Get out of here. I'm sorry. It's not, it's and, not Rihanna. Um, and shopping at the stores of her choice for like for a whole day. Anyway, oh, so she, she goes, I spoke to my friend and she tells me that here in Dubai, it's like this. But there's nothing to fear and that I should think of all the bags, branded accessories that I could have in oh one. Oh my God, her friend pimped her off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, just uh, really. Okay, just, I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> you could have said no. <laughs> okay. Oh damn. Oh, I'm like, it already sounds like that. <laughs> all the bags. Ugh. Go on. That I could have in one day, not counting the enormous amount of money I would have in exchange for just one night. I thought within me, no one needs to know what I, that I've traded my body for jewelry and clothes. We're far from home. What happens in Dubai dies in Dubai. Then I made the mistake of accepting that exchange. Mm-hmm. The appointment was scheduled for the next day. On D-Day, a man came to pick me up at 10 a.m. from my hotel in a Lamborghini and took me to see the rich Dubai man who approached me. And then he asked me to sign a non-confidence agreement due to their religion. Oh, <laughs> I know, I know. What? Is it going to just keep God out? <laughs> what the hell? It's just not no one's going to know. Not even God. <laughs> contracts literally ironclad. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> Best contract in the world. <laughs> he then quickly handed a bag of bills to the guy who came to pick me up. He looked like a bodyguard due to his physical appearance and ordered him to take me shopping. He then handed me a big envelope. I had a dream day amongst Dubai's major stores, among restaurants, massage parlors, giant shoppings and malls. For the first time, I was able to buy an original Chanel, Hermes, Prada, Louis Vuitton, Balenciaga and many more brands of the elite. After my shopping, his bodyguard took me to my hotel and told me to prepare for 10pm. He will come back to pick me up to meet his boss. I couldn't believe it. It seemed like a dream. I was so happy with my shopping. I really didn't care what came next. Around 11 p.m., the bodyguard came to pick me up and took me to the house of the billionaire where we were, we were stationed in his mansion by the sea. We went to the pier. We entered a super sophisticated boat and we went, yeah, we went to the sea. Oh, my God. My ordeal was about to begin. He wasn't alone. There were four other men with him. I didn't have the right to talk. I just had to hold on until it was all over. I thought I would only have to deal with one man. Everything was changing already. No. Oh, no. Oh, listen. Ah! Oh. No. Ah. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't even have the words. It was far more than I could handle that night. I was a sexual object, actually the object of the sexual sadism. Okay, guys, who? yeah, it's going to get really graphic from here, but they penetrated me in all holes. They tied me up with a gag that had a pink ball. They shoved things inside of me. So Hannah, no, we have to stop. This is literally too much. We can't. I can't. What the so hell? Long. She yeah. was assaulted. Yep, raped. This is rape. Yeah, gang raped. Oh, God. Yeah. They choked me till I threw up multiple times, made me drink my vomit, one peed on my face and pooped in my mouth. I was forced to swallow all the feces. After doing all this, I was thrown in the water and the boss told his bodyguard to get me out of the water. Then he gave me a big towel to cover myself. I was shaking, crying uncontrollably. I could feel her body part. I'm just not even going to get into too much detail. So she was basically bleeding and swollen. She had bruises. She was sore. She said, I smelt of filth and mixture of feces and urine. 
checked into my hotel around 4 a.m. in a state of shame. My friend came to see me at 9 a.m. Saw me in the condition and told me, my dear, you'll get used to it. I remember seeing her on a boat last night like me. Asked her why didn't she tell me what was going to happen. She told me that not everyone has foreign practices. Sometimes it's just sex, really. And that she didn't want to scare me by taking the risk of turning down the proposal. I was shocked. How could she put me through this? Today, I feel dirty. I lost my humanity, my dignity. I want to die. Everything I got, those expensive gifts and a million dollar purchases in exchange tonight disgusts me. Months go by and I still smell the feces in Europe oh. in my mouth as if they're being deposited in me now. I needed to talk about this because no one knows what I've been through until today except my friends. But except my friend, she destroyed me. I know she will read it. I just want her to know she ruined my life. I don't even know if I'll ever have kids one day. I'm so broken. I think about suicide all the time. I think I'm going crazy. I hear voices whispering where there's silence. And I close my eyes and remember that moment that they're just laughing and having fun. I sometimes catch myself screaming and crying with no apparent explanation. Thank you for not judging me. I made mistakes and trusted the wrong person and agreed and ambition today makes me pay dearly. What? Yeah. Is that, is that the end? I specifically told you I don't watch horror. <laughs> oh my god, that is horrific. Yeah. Like Obviously, my was... first question is like, you know, did she report it to the police? This is a rich man in Dubai. What police? What are you talking about? And plus, she's she's she signed a, an NDA or whatever it's called. So, what police are you talking about? Who's the police going to believe? An African woman or a, a rich, you know, Dubai man? the hell oh my god Ugh. no like and, and then did she get the fifty thousand dollars she got the Nedra. she got the what? i just want to know what happened the story feels unfinished they didn't tell her what she was gonna do they took her out on a freaking boat drove her out to the middle of nowhere and now she's here traumatized oh, wow that is like bloody literally race. and think about it like oh, so many people today would be like Oh, millions of dollars worth of Chanel, Gucci, one night, no biggie. They mm. literally just said, here's your, here's your crappy little bags. This is what, they're just, oh, God. You know, I'm just mad about the friend. Like, she knew exactly what, what was going to happen. Like, and do you know like, what? She knew you... everything that was going to happen and she didn't warn her friend. Like, she didn't tell her the full information. Yeah, the, the men are fucking idiots. It's, it's, okay. The rape, it's like, okay, there's normal rape. I mean, not that rape can be normal, but it's the humiliation that is, like, more angering as well. That's the whole point of it. It's got nothing to do with anything other than that. But do you you know what it is? These these men, they're rich, and I'm sure they've slept with young, old men, women, and it's not – and I'm sure they could find someone that was, like, agreeable to be peed on and bloody shat on because there's people that allow that for money but they wanted someone that had no idea was coming they wanted to humiliate this person because it's like when you have everything in the world like they're basically getting off her humiliation her her, her dignity you know just like look you think you're a a, a dignified human being look what we can do and no one's gonna help you that is a disgusting disgusting thing and i'm pretty sure that's just like one story guys don't go to dubai don't go to dubai (laughs) nobody go to dubai that's just it you know it's crazy out there did i just finish watching real housewives of dubai yes (laughs) yes and it was probably one of the best seasons ever 
but don't go there unless you yourself are rich. Because if this twinkle gets any normal person, this flashiness gets any normal person, like, it's just funny. Like this poor girl, she's like, God gave me the body. Like, oh, I was so, because I was like, no one's that good looking that some millionaire's going to be like, one night with you, I'll give you everything. But you have to have that mentality where you're like, yeah, of course it would give me that much money because I'm so special. Exactly. <laughs> no, you're not. No one's that special. Yeah. I mean, someone else might think you're that special because they love you, sure. But no random off the street is going to be like, $1 million for half an hour, max. Like, it's not happening. I don't know who these people think reckon, they are. Do you reckon the friend made money? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. She yeah, pimped yeah, her off. I knew it because she was good. like, look at all the bags she's going to get. She didn't care about her safety didn't care about her mind she took her there for on for a reason mm. yeah she and you know what like, look it's great that she has a high self-concept of herself but like you said these guys don't care coochie is coochie vagina is vagina it's not a big deal to them they just they literally just wanted to humiliate someone that had no idea it was coming no they, and, they wanted to take yeah. her dignity away from her they wanted to destroy her pride it wasn't just humiliation it was to destroy a person's self-worth now she's going to, like, there's so many things that are going to need to be worked on and undone. She's suicidal. That's a horrific experience. Yeah. That is not a normal everyday experience. Some people have horrible violations in their lives. And still, this is towards the other side of the spectrum of really horrible experiences. Yeah. I actually it's, saw other stories on TikTok about like they call it the porta potty in Dubai where but then oh, the was basically saying um a bunch of girls were taken to a house and there was like a bunch of guys and then this girl when she was telling the story she was just like you know there's a bucket and everyone was like vomiting and shitting it and they were making the girls eat it right and then she's just like but they were allowed to leave and this girl was just like look I was already halfway through it so she's like I might as well see it through and get the money but they were allowed to leave where this girl wasn't allowed to leave. Yeah, yeah, it's messy. It sounds yeah. like sounds like she was trafficked by that fucking friend. Yeah, that's not that is that is that's why when you were telling me like this is clearly rape, like this is yeah. non consensual. This is out on a boat in the middle of nowhere. All these horrible pe- things happened to her. Then they threw her off a boat. Yeah, can you imagine for this? a country oh. that doesn't even allow drinking alcohol in public? Like Dubai has some crazy like sex work fucking industry, man. There's yeah, a lot of like, these uh, men are sick. These it's un, it's sick. unsafe as well because clearly not regulated, but no. they don't mind it flourishing. And if it's anything like that flourishes where women are vulnerable, and it, it's in a culture where a woman who is going to be a sex worker is not going to be treated like a human being, full stop. Not with that mentality, not with certain cultures. It's never going to happen. They're going to say, you have dignity. You know, it's not going to happen. You can see how they're treating people over there. They're like, oh, you do this? Okay, you are less than human and we're going to do whatever we want with you because you'll do anything for money. That's their mentality. Unfortunately, there's nothing that people can do to stay safe in these countries. If they were somewhere else, for example, Australia, America, certain places, I don't know how about some places in America where these kinds of things are a little bit more regulated or people are at least calling for regulation, like in Germany or somewhere, I don't know, then maybe, you know, it's safer. But to go ahead and to do something like this, to engage in this kind of a work there, make these mm. kinds of deals with these people, you don't know what you're going to get. I think people really think that we're in a time where we're at this point where we, we have such inflated egos that we think mm. deals like this 
us simply because we're that beautiful. Instagram yeah. told us. That's what I was you know, saying. Instagram told us we're that amazing that this deal just makes sense. But there's no such thing as a deal like this without a price behind it or something sinister behind it. Money that easy is never, never, ever <laughs> good. It yeah, has a lot of people just get straight up tricked into it too, though. Like there's a lot of like women from Asian countries that are told, oh, you know, you, you're, you're going to clean up, sorry, clean the house of this like rich family and you'll make money. So like domestic work. So they think that they're doing domestic work. And then as soon as they get there, their passports, passports taken away from them and they're forced to like have sex with men <laughs> for money. Yeah, but that's, that's trafficking. That's not making yeah. a choice, yeah. <laughs> you know. That's straight up trafficking, human trafficking compared to this one. Uh, you're really place. beautiful. I'm yeah. going to give you an unlimited shopping spree plus $50,000 on top of that. No one's going to give you that because you're that gorgeous. Only if you're someone with a crazy status, like as I said before, Rihanna or Beyonce or something, and even that wouldn't be enough to tempt them. But you'd have to be someone who already has so much that trying to convince them to do something that transactional with you would have to be a big sum. To convince a normal everyday person, he would never come out. You'd be like, hey, $2,000, what do you think? Like that's that's how people would probably get 50,000 unlimited shoppings. Mm-hmm. No one's that gorgeous. Yeah. No one walking down the street is that beautiful. No one would start that high unless but they then absolutely. Don't she's got a friend sitting there telling her this is normal. This is what guys pay here. Like, like I've, I've also experienced this. I've also had, you know, a man buy me bags. Like her friend was there in her ear the whole time. Her friend is evil. Mm. Yeah. But she's also stupid. I'm sorry, but she is because like you have to kind of read between the lines. Like, no one's private parts or sleeping. You're not that special. No one is that special. And these, no, yeah, man. They're so rich as well. Like they, they have you can get it for free. Why don't you take me on a date? Exactly. Why don't you, you get can... to know me? Why exactly. is straight prostitution? Like what? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, they there's so have... many levels to this where it's just like, no, man. And look, this is a Muslim country. The guy did a ironclad God-proof contract. So apparently... You know, like he 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 would have definitely been into the whole multiple wives things if he was so beautiful. He would have been like, "Come be my fourth wife," but that didn't happen. There's so many different ways. Yeah, hundred percent. It's totally legal there. They'd be like, "Yeah, I want four wives. I can't get enough." But that's not what happened. She wasn't that beautiful. Like her mahad could have been fifty thousand, sure. But he was like one night. Nah, dude. Everything about that is just like, yeah, not not really. Uh, nothing about that deal is good. Everything about it just seems horrible. Like he paid up front and said, yeah, go have a good time. It's not pretty woman. Oh, poor thing. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Poor thing. It's she, so... she probably thought at the time that she was in pretty woman. I mean, yeah. That's what movies yeah. do, don't they? <laughs> Gosh, make you think that this stuff is real. Poor thing. That is such a sad story. I really hope that she's gotten help. I really, really hope that she's gotten help because that's that's a horrible, like it's a yeah, terrible course, thing to experience. Like that sticks with you. And you know what the sad thing is? It's like this is just one out of like a hundred stories <clears throat> going around on the internet of men in Dubai. God, don't go to Dubai. Yeah, Gosh. literally. It, I, I also was seeing on TikTok some girl was like she rocked, like she was in Dubai. She was having dinner with a friend, and then a guy like approached her. She rejected him. He ended up like finding out her name, where was she, where she was staying, everything. Like sent stuff to her hotel. She's like, I took the next flight back home. She's like, Nah, <laughs> no, hundred percent. Yeah, no, there's stuff going on in places like that. It's too much, too much. In, when there's places where too much excessive things are happening. Too much power, too much. Everything's flowing too freely. Anything in excess breeds evil. 
You know what I mean? Or badness or sad. Nothing in excess gives goodness. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. what's the excess in Dubai? Sex. Money. Mm. Money. Power. Because of the money, because of the power, you can make people do the things that you want. You can act like people are puppets and they're disposable because people who need money, for example, you have the people who come to do domestic work. They go, I'm going to come here because I can work so I can make money for my family. And they get treated badly. You know, people keep yeah. going back to these countries from country, other places because even though they don't know there's a risk there, the chances of them having like a, a better life is more alluring than the stories of everybody else. Even though there's probably these stories like going around online, human beings do this great thing. Either they take the information and they arm themselves or they do the whole, I'm the exception to the rule mentality. Or they're like, yeah, that happens, but it won't happen to me. So the people who go, it won't happen to me are always the victims of the things they don't think it's going to happen to them because society doesn't behave differently just for you. Society will always be society. And unfortunately, if you're not taking that information to arm yourself, you will hurt yourself. Well, you'll open yourself up for other people to hurt you. So it's just, it's, it's sad because Dubai has too much money, too much power. And unfortunately, the way the society is mixed up, you know, the police are working around the money, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone's working around the dollar. So the people who have the dollars have the ability to do whatever they want. And if they're bored, they have any, you know, desires, sick desires, any fetishes, they can fulfill that in any way they want. Mm. And they can get anything they want and they can do anything they want. There's no restriction. They have freedom in excess. And Time the problem in excess. with Dubai as well is that like immigrants are literally live outside of the law. They're not even recognized or protected by the law. <laughs> so mm. if, you're, if you're there and you're not a, you know, a, a UAE national, which means that, you know, either one of your parents also have to be born there as well. Like it's not even you're just born there and you get a passport. Anyone outside of that, like, there's no point reporting. That's why I was so interested in, like, what did the police do? That's why domestic workers never get any help or protection. No matter how many times they were reported and say, I need need to go home, I need my passport. It's like, no, Mm -hmm. go talk to your boss. There was another story, actually, where the girl was, like, at the airport going back and then she had the money in cash, like, the amount, like, she went through all this ordeal. She had the money and they confiscated at the airport because she couldn't explain where she got the money from. Wait, this same girl? I'm saying there's a lot of these porta potty stories online. So this girl's like literally did all this stuff, felt humiliated, taking her money back home, and they confiscated it because she couldn't explain. Like, what is she going to say at the airport? Yeah, they did model contracts. That's what I was thinking would have happened, actually. Yeah, where did you get the money from? No, I wouldn't even thought of that. I just, mm. well, well. (laughs) Okay, Okay, don't tell me your next story. I think maybe Nazra. Might want to come to the next story. <laughs> Nazra, do you have anything? <laughs> Lighter? Story Did you keep it nice and light? To do with disgusting men or rape. So. Wow. We should have, yeah. As I said, she goes hard, doesn't she? Just goes, oh, boom, you boom. know, you, you know, I'm sick. So. <laughs> and you've proved it today. If there was ever a doubt, today's the day. What is it? September okay. 11? Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Oh, today's September 11th. No, we don't. No, it's not. <laughs> Let's continue. Yeah, tell your story, Naz. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So this is from a Reddit thread. This is uh, somebody's post on a subreddit thread called "Am I the Asshole?" So basically, like people post up like stories about something that they've done, and 
they pose like a moral dilemma and they're asking the audience, like, am I actually in the wrong here, right? So I'm good at this. this one is called, am I the asshole for refusing to walk with my sister's friend at my sister's wedding? So I'm a 27-year-old. <laughs> that's, the, that's the title. Okay. I'm a 27-year-old male. Okay. So imagine I'm a male. Okay. My sister is getting married in November. We're really close and always have been. So I find this whole situation to be even weirder. I've even asked to be a groomsman on her fiance's side. Me and him are cool. And it was important to my sister that I'm included in the wedding plans. I was really looking forward to it until I saw who I was paired with. (laughs) So two years ago, I met this girl named Tara, 26 year old female on a dating app. We started talking daily, FaceTime a lot, went on dates. We talked for over three months and I felt like it was actually going somewhere. Well, after one of those dates, she completely ended up ghosting me, sent a follow-up text, but got nothing back in return. I won't lie. I was really upset. I even talked to my sister about it. Well, COVID hit and I moved away for a job, came back to find out that my sister and Tara are now friends. Apparently, my sister got a new job. Tara recognized the last name and ended up reaching out to my sister and they became friends. Such good friends, in fact, that she is now a bridesmaid and hangs out at my parents' house. And my parents know her. I found out that they were friends literally three weeks ago. She never mentioned it to me. I asked if she knew it was Tara that I got ghosted by. And she said Tara had told her, but she wanted to keep this conversation private and didn't want to bring it up with me. Then a random text from Tara asking what I wanted to do for our entrance dance for the wedding. I immediately called my sister, who informed me that Tara and I would be paired up including at the, uh, for the entrance dance. I asked why. I know many of her bridesmaids and she had to pair me with the one who ghosted me. She said she had her reasons and Tara also asked for me specifically. I never responded to Tara and instead went to talk to my sister in person, got the same answer. And this time she sounded offended that I asked for a different person. I told her how uncomfortable it made me as she told me to stop overthinking and just have fun. I said that she didn't understand how hurt I was. And she said she had an idea, but to just do it as her wedding gift. I told her I'd be stepping down from the wedding party. I'll just go as a guest. Oh, and okay. she went ape shit, <laughs> saying I couldn't do that. And that she wanted me there. I said, fine, they switched me to a different girl. She said she wasn't going to. So I told her I'm dropping out completely. My parents are calling me an asshole, but I don't think that I am. It's a weird question, but am am I the asshole? And you're a baby. What? Not only, I'm sorry, no, they're all a family of happy (laughs) a-holes. They're all in this together. We're all in this together. They really are. First of all, what? 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 I don't think he's an asshole at all. Why is his sister becoming friends with a girl he was talking to for three months who ghosted him? Get over it. He needs to get over it. He could get over it. But Hannah, they're forcing him because the girl that ghosted him now has gotten close with the sister, gotten close with the family. They're trying to endorse this girl. They're trying to give him another. They go, oh, he really liked her. She broke his phone. So we know he he really liked her. Why don't we get them back together again? Why don't we get them back together again? Let's see it another go. Yeah, so but you know that's what the sister's doing. She's trying to get them back together. And he's saying, I don't want this woman. He didn't mention that. And it's only three months. He's being a sook. He should get over it. Three months is enough. What? He was acting like he was married to her. Get over it. You just got a ghost. It's not, ghosting someone within two weeks. Okay. Ghosting someone within a month. Very rude. 
two months what the hell three whole months that's a whole honeymoon period sorry that's, that's the beginning that, yeah that's that thinking everything was going fine with them so then, then she just walked away and now she's specifically that girl is the one who's requesting to be paired up with him like she's yeah psycho. but the sister knows the sister's fine with it she's yeah. obviously talking yeah. to the sister and the problem with this is the sister's choosing this girl Mm-mm. over the brother because she likes exactly. her friend and she wants yeah. her friend to get with her brother I didn't read between the lines. I just thought she wanted them to be paired up. I didn't think she wanted them to get back together. I think he needs to grow some balls, get over it. Yeah, why doesn't she get over it? Just pair him up with someone else. Like, they, they, yeah. they're clearly dated. Yeah. This is his awkward. sister's wedding. Why are you ruining it, you psycho? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? This is his blood. Let him enjoy his sister's wedding. You ghosted him, creeped back into his life, got to know his family his close place, his security haven, you've weaseled yourself into. He can't even introduce you to the family. You've done it yourself. What yeah. the hell? I don't get it. I don't get it. Why doesn't she just reach out to him? Like, or why doesn't she just have a conversation to be like, hey, I'm sorry, I ghosted you. I was an ass, like, but I, you know, want to see where things can go. It shows her character. Sorry, she doesn't even take accountability. She had her reasons. If you had your reasons, have your reasons to dance with someone else. Why are you having your reasons and forcing me to dance with you while you had your reasons? Have it somewhere else with someone else and leave me alone. That's all he's asking for. Yeah. She's he's just literally used- asking for her to leave him alone and the family to not force him to be near her. She hurt his feelings. Yeah, grow some balls, la, la, la. No, if it was me, I couldn't just drop some organs i couldn't do that i'd be like no i don't want to be dancing with I, this person I, I, I think he's a bit too hurt for a three-month relationship i think he's a bit too hurt if, what doing is wrong yes but he's also like being a little do you like, want to be paired up with any of your exes or anyone you were talking to at a wedding especially at your like say your brother's wedding i'd be so mad three months of consistent talking not two weeks of consistent talking, and not four, regular dates not as well. six, not eight, 12 weeks of talking and dating and everything was fine. And then out of nowhere, he disappeared. Now you got to dance with him in front of everybody you know. Yeah, and use the wedding no as an apology. opportunity to weasel your way back in. Yeah, but I just wouldn't care. You would I'm care talking- the most out of all three of us. Ah. You would care so much. You'd be I like, agree. me? Yeah. What do you mean? You wouldn't know. No way. Now, like if somebody you were talking to started befriending your brother because he recognized the last name, then got himself invited to the wedding and specifically asked to be paired with you, I'd be thinking something sussy. You know what I'd say? I'd be like, why why are you so obsessed with me? (laughs) Why are you so obsessed with me? (laughs) It's so toxic. <laughs> Why are you so obsessed with me? I would huh? be like flattered. What is it? You love me, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think oh. I think you'd only be flattered if it's somebody you actually like. Yeah, like, not not somebody who. Well, like who Jay you. said, to be honest, the, the, it, it's just a, everyone's an asshole. Yeah, so everybody is. I don't think he's an asshole for saying I, I don't want to be part of the wedding party anymore. That's fair. Nah, look, I'm definitely in the middle with this. I think he's he's an asshole because he could swallow his pride. His sister's an asshole yes. because yes. she could have just been like, you know what, I'm going to help my brother. The girl's an a-hole because she's not even doing her own dirty work. Let's be honest. She could be accountable, contact him, say, look, this is why I did this. I'm sorry. Can we just be friends and get through this together? 
the families of a-hole because they're like, why, are you, why aren't you doing this? Like they should get everybody else and smack all their heads together and be like, boom, sort your lives out. Right. So everyone in this equation, except for the fiance, I guess, is a family of a-holes. Yeah. Everybody's just, yeah. they're in this together. Yeah. You throw them all in the bin, chuck them all away. <laughs> I swear to God, this is where they belong. Oh, God. God. Next story. Okay, Hannah, are you doing the next story? I'm doing the next story, okay? Oh, and- okay. Oh, I'm going to think of happy things. Go ahead. <laughs> it's, not, it's not bad. Trust me, trust me, it's not bad. It's a light story. Um, I found it on a, like, a Somali memes page. Okay, so this girl wrote in and she goes, I'm a part of the class 2020 that got married during lockdown. At first, I thought it was a flex, but I regretted my decision now that the restrictions have been lifted. I'm so (laughs) bored of my husband. I got married when the whole world shut down, so I thought at least I'll enjoy it married. It was hell. I got bored of my husband after a few months in. Now I see all my single friends flying out on holidays, moving in together, getting in wined and dined by ballers, while I'm stuck at home with a nine-month-old and an annoying husband. He never oh, bathes, God. his hair is messy, and he never thinks of anything fun to do together. He just plays his games all day. He's more like my little brother. How do I get over this feeling of being trapped in my own home? Looking back, I defo didn't get married for the right reasons. Anonymous. First of all, get therapy. Get some deep, deep therapy and you need to rework your concept of life, concept of yourself, what your goals are, what your, what, what your purpose is. This girl's confused about everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. First of all, not only did you get married on a whim because you thought it was a flax, you got pregnant, mm-hmm. had a whole human being to this man, then said he's boring. Why did you marry him in the first place? To get married? What was the purpose of marriage? Marriage is supposed to be a commitment for life. You're saying, hey, I'm going to try to stay with you until I'm dead. That's the idea. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. It doesn't sound to me like she said he changed. She said, I got bored. You have to stick it through. Like you, like you said, she made that decision to get married to him. No, she hand. doesn't have to make stick it through. I don't see a big problem here of why she should get divorced. She's just looking for things. Okay, he doesn't bathe. That's like the big one for me. Cut, oh, that, cut that man's nails, run him a bath, brush his hair and stay with him. That's it. Like, I think she's just making... I don't think it's even his hygiene. She's saying that he's, he's young. They're young. Yeah, yeah. She says he sits down and plays games. What else are you supposed to do as a child? Mm. You want to play games. Probably running off playing soccer, hanging out with his boys because he's not mature. You married a child and you had a child with a child and you yourself are a child. You're married and you're looking at the girls getting wined and dined and getting flued out. That's not the kind of person that wants to get married. That's just want to say, haha, I got married first. What she said at the start was like, I thought it was a flex to get married. So she doesn't even know. She doesn't even know. Look, look, at the end of the day, this is the cost of being young and dumb. Yeah. Unfortunately, there are some people who get married because they think it's a flex. Mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. the dumbest thing on the planet. But a lot now, of people are doing it. A lot of people are doing it. And you are stupid, especially yeah. if you're having children, because yeah. you are stuck with this person for life. Mm-hmm. Even if you're divorcing this person or he divorce you or you split amicably, you have a child that's connecting you with this person. I myself am a divorcee. And I got married at a very young age, 20, and I was divorced by the time I was like 22, 23. Mm-hmm. My ex 
if I look at the person today and I just think about, it, I'm like, how could I have even been mad at me? We didn't know each other. We were kids, and he was a kid. I yeah. was a kid. I wanted to play with my friends and go and do fun things. He wanted to go hang out with his friends and play soccer and and uh, play games and stuff. We had a kid with the first three months. Not ever for a flex, never for a flex, because we were young and we thought that's what you know you do when you 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 know you think you're in love or whatever. But to do it for a flex, it's yeah. it's even dumber than my reason. It's even stupider than my reason. You're going to create life to flex on other people. Yeah, but she's oh. suffering. She's suffering. She's going to, and look, I don't know what she's asking for. Like, you, if you put your hand in hot water, you get burnt. Mm-hmm. This is just, you know, all you're asking is, should I put ice on it or should I wrap it in cold water? Like, should I dip it in cold water? Like, what else are you going to do? Your the life? grass is not greener on the other side. There's, it's never, and that's why I'm saying she needs greener. to go get her mind yeah. sorted. She needs to figure out what she wants in life. She likes the fine things in life. Maybe she needs to focus on, I don't know, going to school and not putting her dreams on another man. Maybe she should get her career sorted so she can have the nice things, so she can focus on meeting a nice human being and not her friends getting flued out. She just wants someone to support. She just said, what she said is, it doesn't do things for me. He's kind of boring. But she's looking at her friends doing all this fun stuff, getting, you know, wined and dined and all this stuff. And what she's saying is like, I want someone to spoil me. And he's not spoiling me. He's not making out like I'm a, you know, I'm special. I think even if he was spoiling her, she wouldn't be. I think everything she wrote there was just a bunch of excuses. I think she wanted to flex on her friends and be like, I married bitches. I think she wanted to be a bride. And Mm. now it's like all that hype is over and done with and it's finished and it's gone. And she's in the reality. She's got a baby at home. She's got a, she's got two babies at home, actually. Wow. She made two babies with this man. No, 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 no. I'm saying the man is the baby. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. One I can understand. Two, come no, on. No, no, no. no. The, wow. man is the, the man is a baby. But that's it. You know, you get someone no. to marry you. You guys don't even know what marriage is. Young people don't know what marriage is. They don't know. They don't even, young people don't even know how to set up their own bank account. Like, young people don't know anything. They just want to have a celebration and everyone say, you're big now. You're not a baby anymore. But they are. They're children. They can't look after themselves. Yeah, yeah. They but cannot. They have to, they have to, you shouldn't. You shouldn't get married young because you no. don't know who yeah. you are. That's how you're going to know the type of person that you want to no. be with. No, no. Oh, oh, discovering yeah. themselves. Oh, hundred percent. I think like when I look back, I was so stupid in my twenties. Like I was dumb. I mean, I was smart for my age, but uh, <laughs> no, I was dumb. I was, <laughs> I was still like, there's no way that my mind works the way it, it works now. And if I was to get married, maybe uh, in my late 20s, I would have been better mm-hmm. or maybe mid to late 20s. But I think that when you're, you know, in your 30s, it's the best time because your mind is just a little bit more mature when you're in your 20s. Yeah. Unless you're getting married for like really good reasons, like it's religious there's like a lot of family involved, you know yourself, which is very rare, or you, you're committed to growing together with this person, your personalities are similar. There's some beautiful relationships that can develop from young age, but you have to have that right, I guess, match. You have to really have a good match and you have to have families that are able to see if that is a good match or not. Those situations are very rare and not common in our society. It really isn't. Yeah, because so, people change. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not the same person I was when can, I was in my twenties. No, no, but you have, for example, as friends, right? As friends, we can get we've known each other since we were little and we've all grown together. That's the only circumstance where you can meet someone who's similar enough to you and you can grow together. You know, 
I think this girl needs to just let this boy go. Let him play his games and bathe whenever he wants. And when he grows up, you know, he'll get married again to someone when he's mature. And she can, you know, I don't know, co-parent with this guy. I don't know what she can do. She's going to have to figure it out. Because once yeah, but she, it been like, easy, but she went and had a whole child. What life is actually not, life is not great. Like she'll be. No, it's not easy, she'll, no. Life is not great on the other side. Like her friends are getting wined and dined. But like what's really happening? Are they happy? They're probably not. Like she's in. I know it might not be the best in her eyes, the best marriage, or she thinks she's missing out. But yeah, like you said, she needs she needs therapy. Look, she needs yeah, and on top of it, she needs to just grow up because yeah. this girl's like looking at wine and dine. This is the kind of girls that get you know full victim in Dubai. I swear to God, yeah. they're just like yeah, I'm I am amazing. It's my turn. I deserve it. No, every this day, is... every day I go in on the internet and I say thank God. I, I just make dua and I'm like God, please don't make me stupid. Because like, oh. like, these girls are so stupid. I'm like, God, don't make me stupid. So, I just, I feel bad because it's like, look, she literally, okay, marriage isn't going to screw you up that much. You know, it's just like a really serious relationship and you get divorced and whatever. It's fine. But when you have a child, it gets so sticky. Mm-hmm. And the child's only nine months old. Yeah. Probably. Look, most likely, let's be honest as well. Most likely she's had a child. You know, your body does change. Not everybody's body goes right back to how it was before. Maybe she's not feeling as confident. Maybe she needs more attention. Maybe the, the, the routine of being a mother, especially a young mother, a new mother, is so uneventful for her. Maybe she misses the freedom she had before she had another responsibility. Maybe the husband isn't such a, uh, doesn't contribute as much to the child. Yeah. Maybe she's just feeling trapped and resentful. Because her life has changed so drastically. As a person who had a child when I was young, life does change a lot, you know. I don't know. If that's the case, then maybe even if she gets married again and has more kids, she's going to keep feeling this way. She probably needs to just, I don't know, adjust. Whether she gets divorced or not doesn't really make a big difference, I think. It's really up to her. But I think maybe she just needs to accept that she's made a huge decision in this life to have another human being and that requires so much of your own life and your own responsibility being a new mother is very 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 difficult and it's a commitment that's involved for us a life I'm assuming that the father has the same obvious responsibilities as well Mm -hmm. but from her point of view it's probably a huge change from being a young person that could you know do whatever she wanted and now she's kind of in the house making food for her kid, you know, taking care of a baby, doing motherly stuff. Maybe the adjustment is just too much for her. Maybe it is. Yeah. I mean, everyone's different. I was like, la da la when I had my babies. I was like, life is great. <laughs> this is great. No, but, I mean. Um, yeah, everyone's like different. She's probably genuinely unhappy. And like you said, she needs to like, she probably has no purpose. And, mm. she's, you know, you know, go get a job or go, you know, go back to study or go study or go do something, go do something meaningful. Because if you're looking at those girls going out and stuff, like that's what she, I don't know. I just feel like she has no purpose. Yeah, yeah no, she's looking for some some sort of life. Fun. Yeah. She's yeah. bored. She said she's bored lots of times. Her husband's boring. Her life is boring. Everything's boring. Everyone else is having fun but me. She said she's very young and she's committed to something that requires a, a lot of maturity. And I don't think she knows how to handle it. And honestly, the stuff that she's talking about doesn't sound like it's a cure. It does sound like she wants to escape. Yeah. It's a yeah. bit of an escapism for her, you know? 
100%. Like if I could go off and run off and be like them and do that, there's regret and escapism big time. 100%. I would like to check back in with her after a year. Do you think so? Yeah, because sometimes sometimes these thoughts are just like momentary passing Mm. thoughts. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe it's not even something that deep. Maybe she's okay now. Like maybe she had a conversation with her with her husband and they're going out together and doing like it just there's nothing big that feels like that's it. Like, do you know what I mean? It, it just even the fact that she's saying, Yeah, maybe I got married like by flexing, it feels like you know, when you're writing in your diary or in your notes on your phone and then you're having yeah. like all these like thoughts, that's like what rent. it feels like. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it's something that if she just talked with her husband about it, like they might actually be okay or maybe she'll get over it herself and then come to realize hey the grass isn't green on the other side actually mm-hmm. lol like you know look look how miserable those single people are like my friends are so sad like you know she might actually think that yeah. way next month and she's so young that the way she thinks is going to keep changing like people change so much yeah so i don't mm-hmm. even think she's going to be feeling the same way after a year yeah it's a lot man yeah but if oh, she yeah. is feeling the same way after a year, then it's better to get divorced while you still like your husband before it turns Someone into. I want you put this hate. link in the um the Reddit post. Uh, just put the podcast on. Use <laughs> <laughs> all the free advice. Hey, we, we're interested. We want to know how it goes. What happened now? <laughs> we're invested. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what I was thinking about. So you know, Yaya. Yeah, yeah, Mayweather. Because there's a lot of shit on the internet. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, Mayweather. She just doesn't look all there, does she? Okay, I got. Kind of looks like she's off with the fairies all the time. Yes, but I got to tell you this story because you know you're not on Instagram and you're like ruining my life. But it's okay. So (sighs) I I saw this post the other day that I wanted to send to you. So this girl puts her baby. Okay, so let me give you a little backstory. So Yaya Mayweather for Nasra, anyway, is um Floyd Mayweather's (laughs) daughter, and she is the baby mother of some rapper called NBA Young Boy, and she actually stabbed one of his other baby mamas a few years ago out of jealousy. He has a lot. He's got quite a few. Oh, yeah, he's got his 10th baby coming. Yeah, and he's only young. Two. Yeah, very little. Yeah. So basically what happened was, so she has a baby by him, whatever, then she ends up putting a laptop in front of this baby, puts the baby in a high chair, and she's like, oh, my God, the baby's called KJ. She's like, all KJ wants to do is box and watch videos of Contral. And then she keeps playing these video over and over again. She's like, who's that, KJ? Is that Control? Who's that? And I'm like, are you, is this girl stupid? Or no, Why are you asking questions where the whole internet knows just that play, answer is a yes? Just play fucking Coco Melon for the poor kid. <laughs> Stop putting his video and this guy's about to have another baby in like a few months with another baby mama. And you're just sitting put here on the like, Teletubbies and let her sleep. I know, he loves watching his daddy sing. And I'm like, no, you love watching that. <laughs> now, Naz, I don't know if you've heard this guy's music. I really haven't listened to it like that because I'm 31. But <laughs> I'm an adult. Um, but, uh, but is, this, is this Floyd Floyd Mayweather? No, Floyd he's Mayweather's daughter. daughter. Oh, I was going to say, isn't he, isn't he a boxer? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, oh, so, he's, so his daughter. His music is, is, is your typical, like, you know, young music that's like rap kind of oriented, lots of like, you know, interesting motifs, swear words. I haven't really heard him sing. Let me like search him on Spotify. He sounds like he cries a lot. It's like, one of those ones. You know, those ones that make those noises a lot. Little like, like, Uh, you know, screamo rap. (laughs) It's a, let me like, I don't even know. 
That doesn't sound very child appropriate. Right. Yeah, so it's trap. Yeah, that's literally the first two seconds. It's <laughs> <laughs> the whole song in the first two seconds. Three, they had five words and four of them were swear words. Again, we're in an age where it's kind of like our generation cops it, but um, where we're part of the first generation that can be embarrassed by our youth because it's it never dies. It's always online. You know what I mean? Like when we're in our early 20s, maybe some Instagram posts and stuff, but I don't know if we were oversharing like this. You know what I mean? Your whole life is online. By the time these people are in their 30s and 40s, they're going to see them saying, look at your daddy. And she's like, I hate him. She's going to regret this. Do you know what I feel like? I feel like we're included in everyone's group chat. Like, yeah. we're, we're just sitting there. Like, you know, <laughs> this, that video, she should have sent to control on WhatsApp or something. Be like, look, baby, he's watching you. You know, Why like, don't you come and hang out with us? Yeah. For your I, son. I feel like we're in, involved in everyone's drama. <laughs> yeah. That's why I left social media. It's too much. The worst it one is. for me is when someone posts a picture of their baby and they're oh, like, God, tag God. their partner. It's like, send it on WhatsApp. <laughs> you guys are living together. What's going on? <laughs> She wants to be like, you know, co-sponsored by. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I really don't understand why you would. I would never tag my partner. No one's going to know my partner. It's no, not no, no, happening. No. If you guys are going out or whatever, you want to tag your partner, that's fine. Tag them. But like no, putting a picture of your baby and then like tagging them like, what is it like? Or made by? Is, is that? Yeah, exactly. Product of. <laughs> <laughs> Send that shit on WhatsApp or iMessage. I don't want to see your chat. I don't know. but yeah, Maybe they want to share that's... it on their page too. Look, there's a weird thing online as well. It's like this, um, there's something that's kind of people have discovered, which is that people really enjoy watching other people's story. And mm. I don't mean like IG story, but like my life story, my love story, my marriage story. People get really addicted to content centered around happy marriages happy families and stuff like that so people purposely post content with their husbands and with their families and stuff because there's a specific market of people that are obsessed with it because Mm -hmm. they don't have it at the moment or yet or you know they want it for themselves so they watch these couples or they look out for these couples so they can kind of live through them and the people who are posting this content originally like not the people that might do it here and there but a lot of people who post content with their husbands and all their children are like look what we're doing today that's their market that's their in that's the people they're trying to appeal to all right guys i think we'll wrap it up that was uh all the stories for today jay i hope we didn't sky you i mean i oh, nasra only gave me one <laughs> nasra only gave you one. Oh, okay it's okay i'm just saying like i was hoping for something later to follow but that's fine I'll just go to sleep with that taste in my mouth that's fine um (laughs) it's okay what are you trying to say my story was pretty light Hannah you have put something on my head in my shoulders (laughs) that I can't scrub no showers will get rid of that image in my brain that was a horrendous story oh that was bad yes but I like followed it up with like something a bit light Thanks for that. I really appreciate it. <laughs> I'm going to go and cry now. Um, <laughs> uh, 
But um, yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for that. I I won't be doing this again. But uh, thanks. No, thanks. It, was, it was great having you. Honestly, um, we definitely need to have you on more. Thank you for joining us. No, it was fantastic, um, guys. And guys, like we actually promise we'll be doing this consistently. So hopefully, we're not back <laughs> in another five months. <laughs> oh God, guns blazing. Okay. Uh, Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for joining us. Make sure you check out our Instagram, Self Care Sundays Pod, Sundays with a Z, and we are out. See you later, guys. See you later, everyone.